this week, God, and we have enjoyed being in your presence. Lord, we have enjoyed, Father God, being transformed from the inside out. We have enjoyed, Lord God, fellowshipping with you. And God, we would want to be no place else but in your presence. So God, we anticipate tonight uh, that continued presence of the Lord uh, that will continue, Lord, to move in and through us as we press in tonight in prayer and adoration of our King. And all God's people said, Amen. 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 You may be seated in the Lord's presence. Well, t- tonight's theme is perseverance. Everybody say perseverance. You want to turn to James chapter number one in your Bibles and verses two and four. James chapter number one. Hallelujah. The book of James. Chapter number one. Our prayer theme for tonight is perseverance. It says, my brethren, my brethren, he's talking to you Christians. Count it all joy. When you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience, but let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete and lacking nothing. Father, help us as we study for a few moments. You know, this is one of those verses in the Bible that always stands out to me um, because when I first read the first couple of words of that particular chapter, it says, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. That seems to be definitely, definitely at least a contradiction to our nature because our nature says that when we face trials, that our nature seems to indicate that that is not the time to rejoice. That is not the time to be happy. That is not the time to rejoice, be happy, and be glad because you're going through a test. But he says, count it all joy. Now, why would James say, count it all joy? Let me know because what you're going through in the Lord is not for nothing. Amen? Your tests. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 15, 58, that we can be steadfast and movable, always abounding in the works of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. So James tell us to count it all joys. In other words, kiss your trials, knowing that the purpose of your faith is going to produce patience. Now, the Greek rendering of the word patience is endurance. I imagine that the only marathon runner that we did have, he is long gone now. Last I heard, he has docked someplace in California. Uh, Brother Williams, actually, Brother Exit just ran some crazy marathon. That guy's always riding bikes up hills and swimming miles and all kinds of stuff. He just did a marathon last week. But how many of you enjoy running? 
Does anybody here love running? I, okay, they, you're young. Keep living. That will change, perhaps. Uh, but running is something that I particularly don't necessarily enjoy. But if you can imagine, if you want to say, I think I'm going to run a marathon, if you have not trained for a marathon, how far do you think you would get? Not too far. Because you have no win. You haven't been tested. You haven't been proven. You haven't put in the two, three, the six months worth of time ahead of time to be able to run the marathon. Because if you try to run a marathon, you haven't been proven uh, I doubt if you make it a quarter of a mile before you stop. How do we know that God's design is that we win the race? Amen? See, the Christian life is not a sprint. It's a marathon. And God's goal, God's desire is that the, at the end that you reach the finish line. So what is God doing when we go through trials? God is building endurance in us. Everybody say endurance. Every single time that you go through a test, now that test comes in many forms. That test comes in the form of relational conflicts, failing marriages, financial hardship, uh, problems on your job, uh, health and sickness and all kinds of things. Everybody is always going through some kind of trial. And the natural response is that this trial is not helping me. But in God's eyes, the trial is helping you. God is making you spiritually fit. Everybody say spiritually fit. See, there's a difference. See, you know, the way God grows, how many of you want to be mature in the Lord? You want to grow up. You say, I want to be mature saint, and I want to be a giant saint. A giant in the faith. But you know, when you said that, what you just asked God to do is put you through the test. You asked God to put you through a training regiment. Now, how many know that when you're training for a marathon, for an example, it's not an easy task? Sometimes I imagine you got to go over some hills. You, gotta, you may fall on a couple of rocks. The weather conditions may not always be appropriate for your running. But yet still, the way God sees it, God says, I'm going to grow up my child. And so the way that I'm going to grow them up is I'm going to put them through a test, a trial, a hardship. So now when we think about it, when James says, count it all joy, what he's saying is that in the end, this is going to work out for your good. Now, you must believe that, amen? You must believe with all your heart that what God is doing in your life ultimately is going to work for your good. So I'm giving you a reason why we need to persevere and not give up. Because many of us entertain the idea in life, we entertain the idea far too often that I ought to quit, I ought to give up. You know, Apostle Paul said this in 2 Corinthians 1.8. He says, for we do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, of the trouble which came to us in Asia. That we were burdened beyond measure. 
above strength so that we despaired even of life. This is the great apostle Paul. Paul says, I want you to understand that the trials and afflictions that we went through, that they were so bad, there were times when we thought about giving up. We wanted to check out. Has anybody ever felt that way? We wanted to check out. But Paul said, yes, we even had the sentence of death in ourselves that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God who raises the dead. So simply, what was Paul saying in that verse? Paul was saying at the moment that he felt like he couldn't go any further. At the moment when he felt like he was at his wit's end, it was at that moment that a birth of strength, a birth of power came through. And Paul was able to overcome. I was having a conversation with Elise the other day, and she was worried. We were talking about boot camp in the Air Force, and she's worried. She said, I don't think I can get through it. I said, I said trust me, if you sign up, you'll get through boot camp. They will figure out a way to get you through boot camp. They are trained to get you. If you can walk and you're in good health, you're going to make it. Somebody, brother, say amen. You're going to get through. That's not an issue. The issue is just to get in there. They will get you through. How many know that in the kingdom, if you keep your head up, you're going to make it? Do you hear me? God is going to get you through boot camp. See, some of, some of us have been going through spiritual boot camp for a little while. And you need to know that God is going to pull you through. He's building endurance in you so that at the slightest wind or difficulty, you don't fall. Simply put, the trial is not there to defeat you, but to make you fit to win and get the victory. Listen to this. This is David. I love this verse. David said this in Psalm 27, 13. He says, listen, I would have lost heart unless I believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Now, see, here's what you got to here's what you got to understand about your life as we're going through trials, because these trials, sometimes they, they are very hard. They're very difficult. And I understand that. But if we believe the Bible, first of all, it says in Romans 8, 28, all things work together for good for those who love God and for those who are called according to his purpose. So I first must recognize that it's all good. Everybody say, it's good. It's good. Because God somehow is going to work it for our good. No matter what you're going through. If you, listen, here's the key. Don't jump out of the race. Don't throw up your hand and say, I'm quit." The Bible says that you will reap in due season if you don't faint. So the call to the believer is don't faint. The call to the believer is don't you faint, don't quit, don't give up. You keep persevering, even if you have to throw up along the way. And I used to play some football, and they used to have us out there. Some days I'd be running around a track, and I'd be puking. You ain't worked out yet until you start puking. Hallelujah. And I would be puking because they worked it so hard. But, but you know what? I kept on going because I saw myself being in that uniform. And I saw us on game day getting the victory. You got to see yourself. Do you hear me? Getting the victory every day. You got to see it. Whatever you're going through, you got to lift. The Bible says that we're to lift up our eyes, right? 
unto him. We are to lift up our eyes and, uh, unto Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. So no matter what I'm going through, no matter what you're going through, no matter what the trial is, I know that it's not in vain for me. I'm coming up out of this. One way or another, I know that I'm coming up out of this. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm coming up out of this. You got to believe that. Now, now, look at your neighbor and say this. Do you really believe that? See, that's the key. Because when you're going through the trial, sometimes I see your faces and they ain't always smiling. <laughs> sometimes when you're going through, I, I know how hard it gets. But, 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 but stay the course. Persevere so that you can be like the tree planted by the rivers of the water. He says, James says, count it all joy. Listen to this verse, and we're closing. Isaiah 40, 29 says, he gives power to the weak. How many of you feel like you're weak sometimes? God says he gives power to the weak. How many of you know when Jesus was in this most difficult hour? You remember right before, right before he went to the cross, he was at a place, and the Bible said that the angels had to come and strengthen him. Because it was so hard. He said, my soul is sorrowful, even unto death. But at the moment when Jesus felt like he couldn't make it, God came and he helped them. I, I'm, I'm here to tell somebody that no matter what you're going through, you're going to get help. Help is on the way. You got to believe that. It says, he gives power to the weak and to those who have no might. He increases strength. See, that's what we're praying for tonight. We're praying tonight that God would increase our strength. Hallelujah. Even the youth shall faint and be weary. I know y'all don't believe that happens, but trust me, youth, it's coming a day when your body will break down on you. And the young men shall utterly fall. And he's talking about those who don't put their trust in the Lord. He says, but watch this. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. See, here's the thing. While you're going through the trial, here's what you're thinking the whole time. I'm waiting, God. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting on you, God. I'm waiting on you. I'm waiting on the Lord. He says, here's, here's the picture. He says, they will mount up with wings like eagles. You ever seen an eagle fly? It's a beautiful thing. You ever see them when they just get up and, they just, and it seems like they, they hit an air pocket and they dip, but they just pop right back up and they pop up and then they soar. God is going to increase our strength tonight. He said, they shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. So here's the, here's the thing. We need to think about our trials in a whole different light. Well, you say, Pastor, you don't understand. No, I don't. But the one who is in charge of the universe does. And there's nothing that happens by accident with God. Nothing. Your life is not just simply existing. It is not autopilot. I know the devil whispers to you sometimes and tell you, God has left you and you're stuck in this trial and you're going through it and you don't know how and you're stuck. And I know he whispers to you, you're not going to make it, you're not going to make it, you're not going to make it. You're going to make it. If this word is true, and I believe every word of it. You go back and read the book of Hebrews, how many of them died believing because they saw 
a greater life. They saw that this is all a setup for eternity. So as you're going, as we're praying tonight and you're going through a trial, some of you, you're in a very difficult place in life. And God has come to help us tonight. Sometimes when we talk about quitting, quitting comes in many different forms. I heard the other day, and it breaks my heart when I hear sometimes that young people are committing suicide today at crazy rates. And I ask myself at 12 and 13 and 14, was I thinking about suicide? Young kids walking into schools. You know why they walk into a school with a gun? They walk into a school with a gun because they have no hope. They don't believe that there's no way out. They've been trapped and they've bought it, hook, line, and sinker, that this is it. And so what do they do? They do a drastic thing because they have no hope. But you, you, you are the bearers of truth. We can help people to see that Jesus is the way. We don't have to quit. I know sometimes it gets hard trying to win souls. I know sometimes it gets hard. Sometimes we're out there and we're doing uh, Fall Fest. We're doing May Fest and we don't see all the crowd and the people that we want. I understand sometimes the temptation is, oh, I just ought to just quit. But why would you want to quit on a God who has sworn that he would never quit on you? He has been too good to us. Amen. He has been too good. Every head is bowed, every eye is closed as we go into prayer tonight. Father, we thank you tonight, God. God, you've been awesome this week. And God, I thank you, Father, that many of us, Lord, many of us, Lord, have been tested on various levels in life. And yet, God, yet, God, you keep on doing great things for us. And, God, we realize now that the tests and the trials, as you said in your word, thinking not strange concerning those fiery trials, the tests and the trials are part of what you use to make us more like your son. The trials is... They're there, Lord, to help us to stay in the race, to finish the race, to come out victorious, to rise above it all. God, I pray for my brothers and sisters here tonight and even the ones who are not here tonight that are struggling, Lord, and they're thinking about giving up, quitting on life, quitting on their family, quitting on their marriage, quitting on their jobs, quitting on their relationship with their kids quitting father god life even thinking of just taking their life god we are praying tonight that devil is alive that you would set your people free god i pray tonight god that you would give us a persevering spirit that no matter how hard it gets god no matter how hard it gets the god that we're a people that we're a people god that perseveres, knowing that in the end, our breakthrough is going to happen. Our victory is going to happen. Life is going to spring forth. 
God, somehow, some way, somehow, some way, God, this thing is going to work in my favor. I know it because I believe your word tonight. We believe your word somehow, some way. God, you're going to get great glory out of our trials. And God, I pray that while we're going through, that you would help us to remain faithful. 